Welcome to Defending Digital. I'm Chad Warner. Today's topic, internet safety tips from a former internet crimes agent. I recently attended a presentation by a former internet crimes agent who now works in information security for a school district, where he sees how students use technology, the mistakes they make, and the consequences they face. I'd like to share with you the internet safety lessons from the presentation. Rick Floyd works in information security for the Greenville County School District in South Carolina. He has over 20 years of law enforcement experience. He investigated internet and computer crimes for the Greenville City Police Department. He was also extensively trained in computer forensic investigations by the U.S. federal government. He was a member of the local U.S. Customs ICE Task Force, where he investigated child pornography cases and conducted computer forensic investigations. He was also a member of the South Carolina Internet Crimes Against Children, or ICAC, task force, where he investigated internet crimes against children by posing as a minor and investigated online criminal solicitation and enticement cases involving minors. He was also responsible for community training on internet safety. He now conducts internet safety presentations for school students and staff, parents, and community organizations. The importance of being a parent. Throughout the talk, Floyd stresses the importance of being a parent, setting rules, and openly conversing with your kids about their conduct. He encourages parents to be parents, rather than trying to be your child's best friend. He says, quote, if you don't have time for your kids, internet predators will, end quote. No parental control software is 100% effective, so it's still important to talk to your kids about online behavior. Some stats about internet predators that were shared in the presentation. They're mostly men, age 26 and older. The average age is 45. They build a false trust with their victims. They rarely lie about being an adult, and they usually don't abduct their victims. Floyd said that when he was in law enforcement, he never arrested an internet predator who wasn't married with kids. Victims of internet predation. Ages 13 to 15, about 85% are girls and about 25% are boys. They have a history of sexual or physical abuse and often engage in patterns of risky behavior. Online chat. Predators target kids via chat in mobile apps and video games, and video games especially for boys. Many apps have chat features, so watch out for them. When Floyd speaks to students, he asks how many have been contacted by strangers, and almost all of them say they have. Signs of grooming. Receiving gifts, calling unknown numbers, rejecting family and friends, and getting upset when not online. What you can do about grooming. Talk to your child about relationships. Talk to your child about the danger of meeting people offline whom they first met online. Know your child's online friends, and teach your child the warning signs of grooming. Report to Cyber Tip Line. The Cyber Tip Line is the centralized reporting system for the online exploitation of children in the U.S., you can report incidents at cybertipline.org or 1-800-843-5678. And the types of things you should report are anyone who sends your child photos or videos containing obscene content, anyone who speaks to your child in a sexual manner, and anyone who asks your child to meet in person. Revealing too much or oversharing. Before posting something, ask yourself, would I tell this to a stranger? Would I put this on a billboard? And teach your kids to ask the same questions. Identity thieves collect personal data about kids, which is posted by their parents. 
check your child's credit annually. What's okay to share? Pictures of family and friends with their permission. Casual conversation while playing a game. What's not okay to share? Certain kinds of personal information and inappropriate information, and more on that later. What you can do about oversharing. Set rules about what your kids can share. Learn about options for reporting. Help kids set privacy settings. Help your kids create strong passwords. And talk to your kids about their friends lists. Inappropriate information can include pranks, offensive language, threats of violence, underage drinking or drug use, and hate speech. Another quote from Rick's, uh, Rick Floyd's presentation, quote, anything you put on the internet can be used against you, and he, end quote. And he gave several examples of um, employers and college admissions officers looking at uh, the um, behavior of students in the past. What you can do about sharing inappropriate information. Establish expectations for online behavior. Set consequences for inappropriate posts. Talk about appropriate usernames. Review comments and pictures. And talk about what their friends are posting. Sending nudes or sexting. Once a nude photo or video is sent, the sender loses control of it. Sending nudes can result in sexploitation. A predator gets one nude, and then they threaten to publicize it if the victim doesn't send more. By law, nude photos or videos of minors must be reported to law enforcement. Kids can get in legal trouble. Consequences of sending nudes. Humiliation, bullying, blackmail, school discipline, and police involvement. If you find a nude photo or video on your kid's phone, don't share or send it because that's distributing child porn. Instead, note the details, the sender, date, time, etc., and then delete it. Or take your kid's phone to law enforcement to show it to them. Cyberbullying. Tell your kids that adults are there for them, even if that adult is not you. They can go to a teacher, a coach, etc. Signs of cyberbullying. 1. Child stops using the computer or phone when you approach. 2. They act nervously when they receive a message. 3. They seem uneasy about going to school. And 4. They withdraw from family and friends. What you can do about cyberbullying. Save the evidence. Keep or take screenshots of posts, messages, etc. Block cyberbullies. Help the child set up new accounts. Talk to the school. Report to law enforcement. Encourage your child to stand up for bullying victims and help them report cyberbullying. Internet safety technology. Install filtering and monitoring software. Ask your mobile service provider if they offer parental controls. Consider software for mobile devices besides phones, so things like tablets and gaming systems. See what parental controls are included inside of apps. Consider parental control software that's built into operating systems, Windows, Mac OS, Android, iOS, etc. Configure parental controls and or filtering in your router. Mirror your kid's phone to your phone or computer to monitor it. Prevent your kids from installing apps without your password. Disable location sharing in your kids' apps. Predators use these to find kids' locations. No parental control software is 100% effective, so it's still important to talk to your kids about their online behavior. Floyd said he doesn't recommend any particular parental control software. He leaves that up to parents. 
but he said he's heard good things about Bark. And you can find that at defendingdigital.com slash go slash Bark. He recommends that you take your kids' devices away at night. Monitoring in his school district shows many kids online throughout the night, including many middle schoolers who are online at 3 a.m. Watch for secondary devices that your kids use, such as prepaid phones, to avoid being monitored. Human trafficking. The other speaker at the event I attended was Georgia Boozer, a volunteer with SWITCH, a nonprofit fighting human trafficking and sexual exploitation in upstate South Carolina. She shared a few details that are relevant to the topic of keeping kids safe online. The top five ways that traffickers find victims. So these are in order of frequency. One, social networks. Two, the home neighborhood. Three, clubs or bars. Four, the internet. And five, school. Signs of human trafficking victimization include signs of physical abuse, burn marks, bruises, cuts, etc., unexplained absences from school, being less appropriately dressed than before or having sexualized behavior, having a second phone, being overly tired and falling asleep in class, being withdrawn, depressed, or distracted, no longer interested in age-appropriate activities, bragging about making or having money, displaying expensive clothes, accessories, and shoes, having a new tattoo, having an older boyfriend or new friends with a different lifestyle or gang involvement, having disjointed family connections, running away, living with friends, experiencing homelessness. You can learn more about these presentations uh, in the blog post that goes along with this episode at defendingdigital.com, as well as finding links to a few of the resources mentioned. What you should do. One, pay attention to the chat feature in apps and games, because that's often how predators contact kids. Two, if you suspect online exploitation of children, report it at cybertipline.org or 1-800-843-5678. Three, before posting, ask yourself, would I tell this to a stranger? Would I put this on a billboard? Teach your kids to ask the same questions. Four, check your kids' credit annually. Five, set rules about what your kids can share online. Six, Help your kids set privacy settings. Seven, help your kids create strong passwords. Eight, talk to your kids about who's in their friend lists. Nine, establish expectations for online behavior related to offensive language, threats of violence, substance abuse, hate speech, etc. 10, talk to your kids about the consequences of sending nudes, including humiliation, bullying, blackmail, school discipline, and legal trouble. 11. If you find a nude photo or video on your kid's phone, don't share or send it, because that's distributing child porn. Instead, note the details, the sender, date, time, etc., and then delete it. Or take your kid's phone to law enforcement to show it to them. 12. Tell your kids that adults are there for them if they're cyberbullied. The trusted adult could be you, or a teacher, or coach, or someone else. 13. Consider using parental controls and internet filtering software on all the devices that your kids use. 14. Disable location sharing in your kids' apps because predators use location to find kids. 15. Consider taking your kids' devices away at night. 16. Watch for secondary devices that your kids may use, such as prepaid phones, to avoid being monitored. Finally, 17. Watch for signs of grooming, cyberbullying, and human trafficking 
uh, which I described earlier. Again, you can learn more about the content that I've gone over here at DefendingDigital.com, um, as well as find other advice for being safe online and keeping your kids safe online. If you are enjoying the podcast, I would love it if you would leave a rating or review in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you are listening. You're also invited to join the Defending Digital group on Facebook. Just in Facebook, search the groups for Defending Digital.